Zeros. Thanks for tuning into Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows kidneys and applesauce are a delicacy in Sweden. Pat it up. Me and Siebel are pretty good at like staying yeah. on pace with one another. Well done, guys. By the way, I'm Joe, and I'm joined by <laughs> Corey. The podcast has got brain splatter all over me. And sequel. So, <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk to you about Punisher Warzone. But first, what else have we been watching? Hey, Mister Mister Winner, what'd you win? What I win? What'd you win? Won everything. All right, now what'd you watch? Okay, um, I watched a movie and a show. I watched the Slam and Salmon. So we're talking about that's it. a movie. It's a movie. It's pretty funny. Like it's not as funny as I remembered. Like the first twenty minutes, I'm like, oh, this is really not good. But it got progressively better. So. I gotta watch that and then we'll make the jokes. It's on Amazon Prime. It sure is. Oh, okay. And I know who plays Farva now because he's in this movie because it's Broken Wizards Club and he's also in Sky High so when that comes up in a movie game I'm ready to go. Oh, Kevin Hefferden. Kevin Hefferden. And then the show I watched is new on CNN. It's called The Movies. Premiered Sunday night and they're doing a decade by decade look at movies and Starting like from like the original movies? No. Or? Okay. Starting from now? It started from the eighties. I think they're doing eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens, and the sixties and the seventies, and it's all mixed. Okay. Eighties huh. was a good place to start because it's there's phenomenal. Yeah, it's movies. a good it's a good decade for movies. Yeah, and they just go through like all the great movies of the eighties. They have a bunch of people talking about it. Uh, Drew McWeeny was one. <laughs> one of the oh, that's right. Yeah. That's on the um. Makes perfect on the, the um, the Facebook group. Somebody yeah. got like a screen grab from the show. Right. I guess starts off with Raging Bull. They touch on Back to the Future, Platoon, E.T. What are, was, these, what are these movies? <laughs> what a was, year! What a decade! No Sixteen Candles. Yeah, that was on there. Good. Very good. It was. It was a lot of fun. How was right up my alley. Not on there. <laughs> That's infamous, though. Right on there. I think the new episode is. Tomorrow, which doesn't help our listeners because no, they don't even know what day it is now. <laughs> right, but for you guys, if you want to watch it, I think it's, it's on tomorrow. Saturdays. Apparently, just kidding. It's on Wednesdays. <laughs> well, the first episode was on Sunday. I think the second episode's on Wednesday. Weird. It's a rotating day. I haven't watched a show on cable in such a long time. Yeah. Like got premium cable, just regular cable. So like commercials. Oh my god! <laughs> I uh, I, what is this Hulu? <laughs> I legit. <laughs> I legitimately DVR just about everything that's on television. Well, it started at 9 o'clock, and I was really tired on Sunday, so I got about a half hour in, so I DVR'd it and I watched the rest uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. But it was very nice um, fast-forwarding to the commercials. Yeah. I, I, unless it's a sporting event, I watched just about everything DVR'd. I'm so mad I couldn't stay up for it, though, because I was looking forward to it all day. And I was like a little kid, and I'm like, man, I just want to stay up. i got to go to work tomorrow. It sucked. That's the worst. I hate being a grown-up. I really do. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. That's about it for me, guys. Cool. Corey, what'd you watch? Also a very short list for me this week. Uh, I started and finished Stranger Things. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. I thought the ending was spectacular. Not the actual ending ending, but like the... Uh, Post-credit or mid-credit? Yeah. Or not even the mid-credit. Um, they did a mid-credit... They do, yeah. For a season of a... God. They do have uh, that for all the seasons. Yeah. I, don't I, I mean, like, the stuff that happens after the conclusion. Like, the... Oh, you know, the, like, epilogue? Yeah, the epilogue part. I thought that was really, really good. 
Um, the season itself was good in general, but that that part got me, got me good. Um, yeah, it makes you misty. Yeah, definitely, definitely a bit of a tearjerker. Um, and the movie I watched, I rewatched Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. It fucking holds up. I really, really like that movie. It's. I think that's in my top three Wolf Ferrell movies. Ooh. I think it's in my top three. Oh, okay. I don't think it's in mine. I'm not going through the list in my head. I'm just. I'm pretty sure it's not. I, in I my think top it sits. Three. I think it sits at three. Step Brothers, old school. See, old school hits five for me. Okay. Other guys, Step Brothers. Oh, other guys, Step Brothers, but uh, Ricky Bobby. Those, uh-huh. are, those are my top three. What's four? Four is probably. Um, I guess old school probably slides in okay, four. Where's Anchorman? Ooh, Anchorman's a four then. Slide yeah, I think I would go Step Brothers, old school, Anchorman, Ricky Bobby, and a fifth. I really like Blades of Glory. Uh yeah, <laughs> yes. that way, That's one of those movies that I really enjoy. It's just it, it, it would it would be low on my list, and I could rationalize putting it up higher as well. I could buy that one. Um. But it's it's definitely I love that movie. I think it's just watching it again. There's a bunch of really subtle humor that they put in, and you miss it a lot of the times because of all the shit that's over the top. So if you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it again because it's there's a couple of zingers in there that you definitely missed because John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are just going so over the top. It yeah, it's it's good, and Sasha Baron Cohen is spectacular. He is in that. He's very good. His accent is so absurd. Oh, that was one of the jokes, actually. When they're in the bar for the first time, and he's like, we'll name three things that the French have created. Crepes. It was democracy, existentialism, and crepes. I was fucking dying. The existentialism just got thrown in and wrapped up in that. Like a crepe? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he just slid it in. He's like, democracy, which is great. And like, I'm an existentialist, so I love existentialism. But most people are like, you mean that really depressing philosophy that says life doesn't matter? Yeah, that one. Perfect. That sounds like a French thing. It does sound like a French thing. So, yeah, that was that's all I got, Joe. What about you? What have you been watching? I also have a short list, and it's also two things, guys. Awesome. Right. I watched a movie that I haven't seen since theaters, and I kind of just forgot about and realized how bad of a movie it was. I watched Triple X. Oh god, the movie is awful. It. I remember seeing it in theaters and like nothing, nothing in it. Yes, like not having a, an opinion yeah, yeah. one way or the other. That was just a really awkward thing to say. So yeah, watching it this time, Triple X is pretty bad. I remember the girl dancing like on the bedpost thing. Yeah, like when he enters the room. She's so it's really, like, how long was she dancing? I don't know. I hope she was just dancing. I didn't dancing. think about that at the time. I hope that she was dancing just like indefinitely, just she hoping was, at some point he comes in so she can stop. She was gorgeous. 10 out of 10. Good to know. If you're keeping track at home, <laughs> sequel has a type and it's her. Yeah. Whoever that woman is. I don't know. <laughs> we don't have time to IMDb that. No. We have to go so deep. Nose and Slime of Salmon. Colby Smolders. Yep. Hmm. And Olivia Munn. Like, it had a good young cast. Interesting. I think it's Colby Smolder's first movie credit. That was their first movie, right? Broken Lizard? I don't think so. 
No? Super Troopers was first. Really? I would have thought that that was first. No, don't look it up. Leave it alone. <laughs> I can look it up. I can tell how little you want to talk about this movie. You're taking every possible segue effort. I just <laughs> want to know. What year? I don't know. What is your second thing? My second movie... Yeah, okay. I watched the movie Whiplash. Okay. That movie is... I don't know how to feel about that movie, actually. I love that movie so much. It's good, but I don't know what to make of it. I don't. I think Miles Teller is just miscast as a leading man in anything. Okay, you're not a Miles Teller fan. No. like He's never likable. No, that's why I think he's cast perfectly well. Because <laughs> I don't like him in real life, and I think he's playing himself. The whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm just like, don't do this stupid thing I think you're about to do. Don't do it. And then he does Don't do it, Neiman. He... <laughs> He's not a sympathetic character because no. he treats everyone around him like dog shit. And so does Fletcher. So it's... Yes, but when they're together in the practice room, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, what is going to... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. That's why I kept watching the movie. Like, I think it's good. Just And the whole ending part is just it's weird. It's a mixed message. Yeah. Right? I don't, everything, I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from this movie. Everything Fletcher did is justified in that moment. <laughs> Which is crazy. Right? Because he's a sociopath. He sure is. That's or a psychopath. Movie. You'd like it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. You can fire up. Bring back Daredevil and I'll give you one flash. Deal. Three weeks. We'll have a three-way trade going on. <laughs> oh, I, don't no, have to I give can't believe we won't get to see each other for three weeks. I know, it's going to be so long. It sucks. Uh, then we have multiple chats. Good thing. Amen. Let's bring the mood back up with some movie facts about Punisher Warzone. I can't wait, Joe. <laughs> Make sure the actual applause. <laughs> Punisher Warzone came back, came out way back in 2008. That's four years after the Thomas Jane Punisher. One year before the Slam and Salmon. Cool. 2009 then. Got it. It's rated R. It's one hour and 43 minutes long. Directed by Lexi Alexander. It stars Ray Stevenson, Wayne Knight, Dominic West, Doug Hutchison... Colin Salmon, who shares a name with Slam and Salmon. <laughs> Dash Meehawk. Uh-huh. And Julie Benz. I like that name, Dash Meehawk. The budget for the movie was $35 million. It grossed $10 million worldwide. $8 million here. I'm shocked this was directed by a woman. Yeah. Doesn't it have like a woman's touch to it? Not to be sexist in any way, but... I'm really surprised by this. I mean, she also... I haven't seen it yet, but she also directed Green Street Hooligans. And I think that's a pretty violent movie. Yep. Like Green Street. What did I say? Green Street Hooligans. Is it not called Green Street Hooligans? I think they changed... I it's, oh, did. it's called two different things in two different countries. It's one of those. Kind of like Live, Die, Repeat, and Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. I know it is Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. It's, it's sitting in right? my DVD shelf. Yep. I think he's in it, yeah. See? Green Street... Green Street Hooligans. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that. That seems silly. Like the Avengers in. So overseas, it's probably Green Street. That would be my guess. Yeah, because the copy I have literally says Hooligans on it. The first Avengers movie in London is called Avengers Assemble. Oh, yeah, yep. I remember reading that when we did the episode. That line doesn't exist. It doesn't exist for quite some time, actually. It doesn't exist until this most recent Avengers movie. Three more Avengers. Yeah. The scores for the movie. <laughs> Back to Punisher Warzone. Rotten right. Tomatoes, twenty nine percent. Certified the longest hour and forty three minutes I've ever watched a movie. That's sad. You watched the credits. I didn't. It's a rookie move. <laughs> it was a bad. It was a bad choice. 
Audience score, 42%. Too high. IMDb, 6.0 out of 10. Wow. Metacritic, 30. User score, 6.1. Sure. This is going to be an episode. Sure is. <laughs> Let's let you know our general spoiler-free thoughts about Punisher Warzone, starting with Corey. Although you kind of already did. Wait, people actually think that this movie is good? 27 out of 100. That's insanity to 20, me. 29. But the user score is what, in the 60s? 42. 40s. So okay. I guess 42. Well, Metacritic is 6.1. Who got that Metacritic? <laughs> yeah, no, this movie is not good at all. And I'm not even sure if it qualifies as so bad it's entertaining. I could not focus on this movie to save my life. The amount of bra- I don't like taking breaks in a movie. I like to just watch them and be done with it. And I constantly had to take breaks in this movie. Sometimes you have to, man. Fucking awful, awful movie. I'm done. He's done, so sequel. You start. Yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) It's bad. Joe, you said this about the last Punisher movie. Punisher's not interesting enough to have multiple movies and TV shows about him. No, he's he's like a not big and green Hulk. Pretty much. They both don't need movies. Yep. And this movie is violent for violence's sake, and is vulgar for vulgarity's sake, and there's no substance to it whatsoever. It shouldn't exist. It reminded me of a straight-to-DVD flick. I'm kind of surprised it had a theatrical release. It barely did. With a star-studded cast as Ray Stevenson and Wayne Knight. That's it. Well, you're both wrong. (laughs) This movie's incredible. I don't know what movie you guys were watching. This is basically the room of comic book movies. This is incredible. (laughs) I don't think it's good at all, but I had a great time watching it. There are so many... I only have favorite parts of this movie. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! Okay. No one can act... It's phenomenally bad. When me and, and I love it. True, no when me and Cora did our pre-show meeting, which is when Joe goes to the bathroom before we start the show, we can't come up with a favorite scene. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> you guys are taking it too literally, I think. I think you're trying to find like a finely crafted scene in this. If nothing in this movie brought you joy, which we'll get to in the future in the spoiler part. I have a feeling my least favorite I scene. For you. I have a feeling my least favorite scene is going to be your favorite scene. I like a three-way tie. One of them's going to make it. Very well could. <laughs> Enough bearing the lead or whatever I'm doing right now. Whatever we're doing right now. We haven't spoiled anything. Yet. Let's get it. No, I'm saying like yeah. I'm, I'm done teasing the spoiler section. Let's just get into it. So from here on out, we're going to be spoiling Punisher Warzone. If for some reason you think there's something to Spoil in the movie Punisher Warzone. You've been warned, I guess. And we're going to start talking about the movie in detail starting right now. Let's go. You guys made me so sad. I <laughs> almost now want to go back and rewatch it looking at the oh movie through God. the eyes of the room. I don't think I'm going to agree with you on that. I It's incredible. But fucking stand any of this. For the room, though, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen next. This I was not at all whatsoever. Probably because it's a known quantity. Sure. Right? It's, a, it's a character we know all about. I don't know if any of these other characters exist in comics, because I don't read Punisher comics. So, the, yes. The, um, Jigsaw. Jigsaw, okay. Does Jig- Looney Bin Jim, is he a thing? I don't think so. Is he a thing? 
I don't think Looney Bin Jim is a thing. I actually tried to do some research on that, and I couldn't find him anywhere. So, if but Jigsaw is is one of Punisher's main villains. Billy the Butte. That's like a true origin. <laughs> don't know if that's the name of the character. I mean, in the Netflix adaptation, it's Jigsaw is, is like formed already. Old... There's no origin. Like he has the face. No, 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 no. We see him become Jigsaw in in the Netflix Punisher, and it's like. Um, oh, okay. I think I know who Jigsaw is. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything for those who haven't seen it yet. I don't care. But you see the whole thing. Um, you should actually watch it. It's pretty deep after Daredevil. Like it's the same. Good. It's the same theme as Daredevil. Yeah, I, I love Punisher on Netflix. When you get to season two, you're gonna want to watch it anyway. Daredevil's a slow go. Like I, yeah. I, I watched another episode, but like it's 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 a lot. Yes, does he get the suit in season two? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Back to I feel like he does in season one. Uh, very end of it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm six deep, so... Yeah, you'll see. You'll, you'll get there. Yeah. Something happens, and it prompts him to essentially go on a mission gotcha. for it. And it's it's actually a pretty cool, interesting storyline. I like that. Nice. But this, this particular... Like, I'm sorry. You threw the man into... A recycling, Basically a recycling, bottle return, bottle return, glass. Th- there's like no. Yeah, this yeah, man yeah. doesn't. Sir, no. He's spinning around that thing forever. Ever. This yes. movie's great. <laughs> He's spinning around it for fucking ever. It's and absurd. Then, it, I, funny thing is, as soon as he jumped, as soon as he like fell in, and I saw all the glass, I was like, oh, the villain's gonna be Jigsaw. Like I knew that was gonna happen. Like that was written on the wall, and the worst fucking part about this what essentially boils down to opening sequence because it's kind of like a two part opening sequence right like Punisher shows up at the mob boss's house and then chases them to the recycling, the recycling plant. plant their base of operations yeah is that's like is he the Punisher kills a cop right accidentally accidentally, accidentally. an, an undercover cop yes under, yes but He's really I, broken up about it. Yeah, but... He is. The fuck didn't the cop just be like, oh shit, I'm going to get shot by the Punisher unless I say something. When you say something, put your hands up, it something... It's weird with undercover cops. I guess. I just was like, this just seems dumb. Go the other way. Why are you approach? Why would he approach? Why would he approach the Punisher? Just turn around and walk away. You know, you know what he's doing. But then he probably gets killed later on for like... Ducking the Punisher. Yes, but Probably, I know nothing die. about undercover police work other than what I see in the movies. And if Leonardo yeah, none, DiCaprio, of, none of us do. If Leonardo DiCaprio outed himself in The Departed early on like that, he would have been killed. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that whole worms, I think. But if there yes. was the Punisher in The Departed, he would have been dead anyway. Also, let's take let's take into consideration that this undercover cop is undercover as just like a John Doe like bodyguard for the base of operations. He's not even trying to infiltrate, like, the household. Like, we, don't, we don't know that. It's a, yes, we it's do. A He's slow burn, this. Corey. It's a slow burn. Fuck that. You gotta work your way up, yeah. man. Just, no, fuck that. You don't that. want to arouse suspicion by moving too quick. I mean, come on. It's a process. Oh, Donnie Brasco seemed to do it just fine. Said someone who also knows nothing about <laughs> undercover police work. <laughs> Me. Uh, I hate the way the gangsters talk so much. I love how they talk because they're all terrible at acting. They're, they're, the acting in this is just horrific. Woody Ben Jim is the most incredible overactor I've ever seen. Woody Ben Jim might be the worst part about this movie. It's oh he's oh, so he great. Is, right. he is so great. 
He turn, he's a cannibal for the, the first five minutes of this. Yes, he yeah. is. Why? They never come back to that? He's he a, never does it again? He's a psychopath. Well, he's not just eat people. Okay, but he did some really <laughs> crazy shit. I'm not saying... He does. That's my least favorite scene in the movie. Moody and Jim jumping into mirrors. I love that. <laughs> That's one of my three favorite it's scenes. It's so freaking bad. Oh, it's terrible. The execution is awful. The acting in the scene is bad. But conceptually, the idea of him being like, I'm going to break every mirror in front of this guy so he doesn't have to look in a mirror. Like, I actually enjoy that concept. I think it's executed poorly, and I think it's executed poorly because yes. Jigsaw is sitting there like, <laughs> I'm like, the fuck are you doing, Jigsaw? He's jumping headfirst into giant mirrors. It's amazing. <laughs> He's flopping, like he flops also, backwards into it. It's oh, so dumb. <laughs> it's definitely a little over the top. But Smash the mirror, shoot the mirror, run into the mirror face first. All of them. Cut up your face really bad. I'm kind of in that. Uh, that that's that's intriguing to me. I'm like this guy feels no pain. He he's he's ready to go. He doesn't fine, but he's like flopping around like a fish. I want I want to bring uh, up something that happens movie. in the Netflix series, but I really can't. It, yeah, you, no, you probably shouldn't. I really really yeah. can't. That's and it, like that's it's sad really, because uh, it's Punisher and State here. Yeah, it, like and it's like really sad because I something about that scene like connected with me, and I was like ah, I can't say it. So that's annoying, but. Also, I think, I don't know if it was a choice in the writing room, I don't know if they just didn't execute it well enough early on, but like, when we first meet Jigsaw before he's jigsawed, he seems like a relatively... Low man on the totem pole? No, not even that, just well-adjusted normal guy who's trying to like, weasel his way higher, Mm -hmm. but like, he seems like regular. Well, he's incredibly narcissistic. Yeah, but the second he's he becomes appearance based, the second he becomes yeah, but the second he becomes jigsaw, like he's legit over the top. Might as well just be an extension of Looney Bin Jim. Okay, I'm like, if, what is what if is you this? had spent thirty five minutes spinning around a bottle crushing machine? Wouldn't you be a little bit crazy, Corey? Joe is batting for this movie hardcore. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew you guys were going to hate it, but I thought you would at least enjoy how and relish how. Dumb this movie is. Alright. You're convincing me to watch it again. (laughs) Certain movies, you have to be in the mood. Yeah. Did you expect a good movie going in? I didn't expect a good movie. But however, I watched Spider-Man Far From Home. I watched the the movie show, which is all the (laughs) great movies of the 80s. And then sandwiched between that and bits and pieces was this piece of shit. Well, that's on you. I guess that's poor on your part. I like good things. <laughs> I watched life. this. I watched this the night before seeing Far From Home. Two nights before seeing Far From Home, because I watched this thinking that we were going to do it like you know last time, and then the minute that it was like feasible for me to see Far From Home and us to do that last week, I jumped on that immediately. I'm very happy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Part of me also kind of wishes that I had just we had just gotten it out of the way. I mean, listen, it's fine. I'm well, glad we're talking about it at some point. Now, I'm actually intrigued to watch the Dolph Lundgren Punisher to finish it off. There's a Dolph Lundgren yeah, Punisher? Yeah, it's from like 89 or something. Fucking it's, hell! It's also going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I want to... 
Because I was a fan of the uh, Thomas Jane Punisher, which is infinitely better than this. However, it I'm, is mostly. I'm a little. I'm a little sad. I wasn't on that episode because I actually enjoy that movie. I actually enjoy the Thomas Jane Punisher. You said you almost crashed your car listening to that. Episode. Did you? Yeah, because you made one of the funniest <laughs> fucking lines in podcast history. Get on a boat, save this Bro movie. Schneider, go get on a boat, go after a shark, and save this movie. I almost crashed my fucking car. I was laughing so hard when that dropped. Anyways. I was very excited to see Roy Scheider on screen to that point. So have you re-watched, have you watched the Thomas Jane Punisher in a while, Corey? Because if you haven't, you're Three in the same boat years? as me. Three, four years, probably? It's not good anymore. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> I, in, like, thinking back to what I remember about that movie, I know it's not a piece of cinematic, ma- like, like exactly. a cinematic masterpiece, but I, at the very least, it's a hell of a lot better than this. Fuck, man. It's better, it, it's better at trying to be a movie than this. Yeah. I think this movie's infinitely entertaining, and we'll get to more of that. I think Ray Stevenson is a better Punisher than Thomas Jane. Uh, For what the Punisher is... Maybe. He he's very... The first 26 minutes of the movie, he doesn't speak. He's very He's blind. just a kill machine. <laughs> That's what the Punisher... The Punisher's not interesting. Yeah, but... Alright, then I hate the Punisher as a character. I'm never gonna like anything... <laughs> That's fair. He's not a great character. <laughs> but people say the show is good. Is he interesting in the show? Yeah, Rob Bernthal is amazing. I don't Rob know Bern- if he's really interesting in the show so much as the show is entertaining. Thomas Jane was interesting. Like, he got mad. He, like, did things. He spoke. He had interactions. He did things. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Rob Bernthal definitely does not, far and away is, the best his performance. Is, his name is John Bernthal, though. John. What do I, what do I keep saying? Rob. Rob. Yeah, John. John Bernthal is definitely way better. Like, well, yeah, he's like a real actor. Yeah. Well, Tom Strange's a real actor too. Not in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's good most of the time. That movie's not great. He has that upset monologue. It's good. Yeah, sure. (sighs) I think I gave that movie two stones. But what's that for for me? Anyways, <laughs> you know what? When you put it in that perspective, the fact that he doesn't speak, he's just a killing machine for the first 26 minutes, that's... Alright. He spins from the chandelier for about a minute. That is one of the most ridiculous <laughs> things. The funny thing is, like, I keep, for me, what makes the Punisher so good at punishing people is the fact that he actually has a background in, like, the military... Yeah. And the police force. So he knows full fucking well spinning from a chandelier is not going to increase your accuracy. But he has God aim. He doesn't need to worry about that. But it's just... I the think physics, he misses a shot. The, this whole he, movie. I, he wastes yeah, so many bullets. Does he reload? So, oh, he reloads constantly. Yeah, he yeah. does reload. That's fair. They do that well in this. That's the one thing they <laughs> legitimately do well in this movie is, they is keep track of... Bullets? Bullets, more or less. Yeah. He doesn't go on for, like, seven minutes at the same gun without reloading at any point in time. You've both seen Boondock Saints, yeah? Yep. Yes. It's better than this. Like, when they fall like, out... In case anyone the, was, was... When they fall curious. out of the ventilation shaft with entangled in the rope, and they're spinning upside down, shooting... That's so cool. <laughs> it is! <laughs> and you know what? Do you, but, do you, but the... Seriously, honest to God... To yeah, because compared to the chandelier scene, which is not... He he stops what he's doing 
chooses to flip upside down to lock his legs around a chandelier to spin instead of strategically getting to a corner where he can see the whole room and just picking them off left and right. Why are you spinning in the middle of the room? Because it's great. But it does no... Uh, yes. Lexi Alexander. The reason that it works... That shot. Lexi Alexander, who is now, I'm pretty sure, in movie jail because of this, yeah, wanted definitely. that. The reason that it, it also works in Boondock Saints, other than the fact that it's kind of accidental, but because they land back-to-back, nobody is able to shoot them in the back. When he's spinning... At any given point, he's exposed. he's exposed. But he shoots all of them first before they can get to him. But if he, you're but not then, exposed if no one's alive in the room to shoot you. But then you need to spin. Then he only needs to spin around <laughs> once. <laughs> sure, he doesn't need to do it for a full fucking minute. I he agree. Doesn't shoot them all, and then it's just it's fun. <laughs> I gotta keep shooting and spinning. Oh my god! <laughs> Christ, Joe. <laughs> what? I love you so much. I love the fact that you love this movie, honestly. I, yeah, you... <laughs> this is so much... This is so I love when you defend stupid shit. In our opinion, that, stupid that's, shit. That's, no, it is. It 100% is stupid shit. That's why it's great. Yeah. You guys approach it. this from the wrong mindset, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I really wish you I had... just revel in the glorious... Stupidness of yeah. this movie. That's, I don't even think stupidness is a word, but for this movie, it, it definitely should be. You know, we got the uh, Newman the, doing the. I'm sorry, that's okay. Newman doing the. Um, you can't walk away. Is fucking great though. I love it. It's stupid, and the fact that he actually like walks away and then like opens the. He's like, wait, wait for it. Get down to the Berettas. Get down to Berettas. Three. Two. And then he walks back and I'm like, alright, that's pretty fucking cool. That's Wayne Knight. They have an unspoken bond. He has a weird beard in that movie. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It's great. So I cut you off. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. Alright, so you know the title scroll? You got the um, the Marvel comic strip. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you have, it says Marvel Knights. So I looked up Marvel Knights. They made two movies before they shut it down. This and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I have never seen Spirit of Vengeance yet. Well, that's a that's a one day for this well, show. No one requested that, did they? Uh, I'm sure someone did at some point, and they might now. <laughs> Shut it down. They still do comics. It's supposed to be Marvel's darker comic series. Yeah, this is this is one of their series. Uh, Daredevil, uh, Black Panther, a couple other ones too. I don't know Black Panther was that dark. I guess for this particular. It's darker by For this era? Yes. Uh, it's still active for publication, but the, the movie studio yeah. shut now. That makes sense. Well, I'm sure Marvel was having none of that one. Nah. Because this was the year, the, of, the year uh, of Iron Man. Yep. So they were like, nah, we're not making bad movies like this anymore. Shut it, shut it down. They might have just yanked it from theaters. Shut like, that no one's shit seeing down. This. No. this is the year of the Iron Man. It's hard for me to even remember what happens in this movie. That's not important. <laughs> no, it, it, the it, specific plot points of this movie are not important. You're right, but he, like he I actually kills a cop. He shows up on the widow's doorstep in the most awkward the, scene I've ever yeah. watched. Oh, God, she, she pulls just, a gun out in front of her daughter. Yeah. Like, is it a daughter? Is it a, is it a son? That, no, that's her daughter. That's her daughter. I didn't realize it was a daughter. Point blank, son. Cold blooded. Shotgun. <laughs> the daughter doesn't understand what's going on, or acting like she doesn't. She's asking about. 
a bedtime story or food or something. I don't know. I'm not paying attention to the dialogue in the scene. It's awful. <laughs> but the acting is so bad. It's amazing. You can't, you can't just show up here and pay me off. You can't concentrate on the... It's for her. ...on the dialogue at all in this movie. Like that um, scene with the cheese and eggs, the meal-ready thing, shit. The, the MREs? The MRE, yes. Meals ready to eat. It's so awkward and off-putting. Yeah. The way he talks to this girl. <laughs> it's just like... It's not inappropriate, but it's like... It's like his daughter, but he's all broken inside. Ugh. They're not bad. If you don't know how to cook. Guys, there's a parkour gang in this movie. There's a fucking parkour <laughs> gang. One of them gets blown up mid-summer salt with a rocket launcher. <laughs> That's one of my other three favorites. Oh, <laughs> It looks so weird. They slow it down. It hits him. He just goes. I will oh say. God. I will say in defense that at least that was a payoff moment because his arms dealer was like, "Oh, we're gonna get rocket launchers in soon." Like, like an off-the-cuff rocket launcher comment, and then it pays off when he gets a rocket launcher and blows the man. Chekhov's out. rocket launcher. Chekhov's <laughs> rocket launcher. What do you think of the cop? And the, I guess, is he an FBI agent that's investigating? Yeah. Um, the cop's name is Soap. That's his name. Yes. That guy, the cop, the cop is in Buzz Larman's Romeo and Juliet. Cool. And the detective is the dad from Arrow. Yes. Yes. Who is also a really bad actor in this. The one line when he just, he's yelling in the police station, he takes like the longest pause, and he's like, motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah. Dude, the cop situation is really confusing in this, too. I, is he after the Punisher, or is he helping the Punisher, is he egging him? I don't understand. Which, which, which just... guy are we talking about? So, he's like his undercut, he's his, his fringe partner. Like, he helps him out constantly. That's why he gives him intel and stuff. Well, it seems like the cops in the town in general are giving him intel. Because at one point when he's leaving the mansion, a cop gets a drop on him. Yeah. He puts his hands up, he's like... Well, he finds out it's the Punisher. Because yeah. he's, he's a supporter of the Punisher. Correct? Yeah, no, it seems like the cops are a supporter. Like, but it seems like that guy early on is legitimately just tracking him down, like, following him. And then we find out an hour later that he's actually, like, his best friend. I'm like, what? I think it's all an act for the other cop in the scene, because they don't know who's... On the Punisher side, and who's not? Also, did you see the amount of paperwork that man, that Punisher, racked up in the year? Yeah, they talked yes. about it being over the course of a singular, a singular year. He's his own basement. A lot of paperwork. So why, why would full of murders? Aside from soap, why would any other cop be on the Punisher's side if the Punisher killed a cop? Well, he didn't. They didn't. He didn't know it was a cop. It's not. They know that he doesn't target cops. He refuses to hurt them. But I feel the brotherhood of police officers would trump the... I think that they tried to, to introduce that plot thread briefly after the cop is dead, but they abandon it almost immediately. You know what, though? Punisher kills a cop accidentally, and now the police forces after the Punisher is a way better movie. I thought that's where the movie was going. I was going to reference a movie we haven't done yet, so never mind. Which movie haven't we done yet? Well, I don't want to say it now. Why? Alright, well, it's not really that important. Why don't we cover the mic? Will that help? No, no. <laughs> it's Blade Trinity. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. They do, like, the same kind of plot point in that. They do. But we'll get to that in the future. That's not a better movie. <laughs> From what I hear, I've never seen it. <sighs> I'm, I'm not I'm sure. I have less fun watching Blade Trinity than this. Triple H is in that. Yeah, for some reason. 
And he's somehow way worse at acting in a movie than he is as being a wrestler. Hot like, take, Joe. Hot take. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, how could someone who's pretty good in the ring like that... Like, be that bad on screen? Be on, that bad on screen. Like, just blow, just blow my mind. I don't know, have you watched any Hulk Hogan movies? Where he's like three. No, there's a bunch of movies where he's the lead and they're fucking horrendous. That Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando. That's awesome. There's, a, there's another one where he's an alien. That's Suburban Commando. That is Suburban Commando? Yeah. That's I Suburban Commando 2, the alien years. <laughs> then there was another one where he's like a cop in like a beach town or some shit like that. That's a... No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. I'll draw on the line somewhere. He's in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh my I think God. I saw that in theaters. Good for you. I saw one of the Three Ninjas movies in theaters. Not important right now. No. I don't know if wrestling, in-ring mic ability translates to... But he, he's a, he's essentially acting. This is nothing. Yeah. No, it's it's he's physically performing in the ring a s- set of stage moves and cutting promos. Yeah, but I'm saying cutting a promo that should be the bottom of the barrel acting ability for you. Cutting that promo, so because you you're he's, acting. He's he's worse in that movie than he is cutting promos. That's interesting, actually. It's bad. Anyway, <laughs> because like maybe it's in, in your, I don't know. That's a good point. I'll ponder this. All right, good. Ponder this after we're done recording. I need you here in a little. <laughs> you lost me. Damn it. <laughs> so, the recycling plant as their headquarters. Very uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Very mob. They don't take any, ri- any any chances on where the mob is, on any of the mob tropes. As, as far as set design goes, I kind of dug the... Um, uh, shoveled looking buildings with bright neon lit signs telling the audience where exactly they were. That was actually visually uh, appealing. I don't think I have any issues with any of the sets in this movie across the board, honestly. There's, there's, a, there's a very common, it's not a trope, but it's I guess it's set design for movies that are set primarily at night. They wet the streets. Yes, so the light reflects off the streets. I always get a kick out of that. It's always rainy. Always rainy. This looks cooler. It does. Yeah. I would bet they spent so little money on sets in this. What like, was the budget? It, this still looks okay, more. but like just looking at it, it just looks cheap. Yeah. I mean, by comparison, it's... It's not a bad thing when you got to spend all the money on special effects or... or was it not money? special effects, but effects. Effects in general. Oh, all that, the murder. That's all a lot of murder. Fire. At the end, when it bur- started burning his stitches, that looks so shitty. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so did his stitches, though. So. Yeah. So did his stitches. So did the weird patch of skin that just never got replaced. You just saw musculature underneath. It's a big triangle piece. I of thought that was the, the horse that he was talking about. I assumed the part that was static was like the the horse part that hide or whatever. Oh, maybe. That surgeon said before. That we all saw coming, that he was going to die after he sees his face. Yeah. They pull, they, they do the, the exact same thing that they do in the first Batman movie with the Joker, like, unveiling himself. This is what they give me to work with. It borrows. It definitely borrows. The sound of the bandages coming off made my stomach churn. Like, it sounded wet, like, squishy. Ugh. So I was I don't remember that, but that sounds nasty. Yeah, it, I just it just like jumped out at me. I was like, "Oh, that's gross." I wasn't keeping track of that, but it sounds right. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Thinking back, yeah, it probably was. 
I don't know where else to lead us. Ray so. Stevenson. Yeah. So, no no actor's good in this, right? Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight is passable. He's fine. I, Silk didn't bother me. I, th- I thought he was good it's for what he was. Weird. Um, so, I mean, it, it works. Because Looney Ben Jim is in the uh, overacting hall of fame. Oh, my God. Yes. He might scene, be. The, other just, scene, the scene where he kills the orderly. He gets his applesauce back. <laughs> he's close to the like top spot, then I guess. He's not my number one, but he's he's damn close. He's crazy for crazy sake, and it's yeah. ridiculously amazing. Don't call him that. His name is James, not Looney Bin Jim, not LBJ. I'm like Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> Doesn't he start calling him Looney Bin Jim almost immediately too? No, he calls him James. He James. only calls him James. He does only call him James. Yeah. They make a, that part of the movie sticks to. It does a good job. <laughs> you say so. It, it happens so infrequently, it deserves praise when it actually gets something right. I think the mom, is that's Julie Benz, right? Yes. She is awful. She is terrible. Really, really, really bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Like that... That's not bad in a funny way. That's just bad. That's kind of funny how bad it is. But like, yeah, the porch scene is, is atrociously bad on its own. And then she doesn't get any better. At the end... Where she's like, you're one of the good guys. <laughs> she really did a 180 on Punisher. Oh, really quickly. Funny how what saving your life will do. Yeah, that's, you know. I don't like that, um, I'm going to kidnap people you love just to kill them in front of you. That never has made sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just killed them without, like, not in front of the Punisher, then the Punisher's still going to show up anyway. So, I mean, it's... Mm. No, it, it's yeah, to but I don't think the emotional suffering of watching them die. Care yeah. about die. But I also don't... These are evil people. Ah, death, death. And I also don't necessarily think that they went to that house with the explicit intention of killing them to hurt the Punisher. Like, they went to the house just to get the money, and then... Well, the, no, the, they, the, okay, they, they kidnapping micro. That was strictly too. Oh, that's true. The, yeah, that yeah, was right, that was right. their one B. The one A was the money, but the one B was definitely punish the Punisher. Yeah, but the, but how was how we're talking about the known, scene at her house, right? Yeah, but yeah. how would they have known that the Punisher had any actual interactions with that with them? How did that even come up? I don't. I'm sure it does. Well, they know he killed the cop. So then they just show up, assuming that the Punisher. I guess they got that information from Micro, right? Yeah, Yeah. some some bit of intel there. Um, So since we're on this scene... Sure. It's my last favorite scene, guys. Which one's that? The one in her dining room, when the guy gets blasted with the shotgun, and then he walks away, he's clearly carrying a doll. It's amazing. He's holding the little girl, and then she just goes limp on his shoulder. Oh. (laughs) Just clearly a doll. I gotta watch that again. It's... So I can't now. Damn great. it! I want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, watch it again. Let's throw it on right now. <laughs> I think we do need to let's do. Let's go, a, boys. We do need to do a special edition ZTH where we will live live comment on a movie as we're playing it. There's so it's many. It's got to be a movie we've all seen multiple times, though. Yeah. That would annoy me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a movie you don't care about, like this. Like this. We could yeah. do this or the Phantom. Uh, those the are both. Phantom. Those are both great choices. Yes. Yeah, fuck. One line that I was offended at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just one? Well, this one, like, really, I like, uh, recently, there's been certain lines of movies, and I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe you just said that. He calls the girl a little piece of jail bait. Yeah. He's like, what, nine? <laughs> Does yeah. he not know what jail bait Oh, he probably means? knows. 
Alright, so this is gonna sound this pedophilia. This so this is gonna this is gonna start as a bit of a tangent, but I swear it has a point connected okay. to what you're saying. Sure. I watched this did not make my what have I been watching, but I also watched the new Aziz and Sari stand up that got released to Netflix yesterday or today. And he does a bunch of war, a bunch of bits about you know, the the sexual harassment things and one of the other things he brings up that is kind of in the same vein is looking at things through 2019 eyes. So he was, and he brought up, he was like, I, even going back to Tom Haverford from Parks and Rec, like, I was in the room when we decided for my character Tom to give Anne a doll with a, a nanny cam hidden inside of it. Like, I, today, if I had, if I was sitting in the room today, I'd be like, maybe not. So it's hard to look at things like that through the gaze of 2019 eyes, like, Yes, it's still fucked up and it's still touching on pedophilia. I think it's screwed up for the time, too. I'm not saying it isn't necessarily still screwed up for the time. I'm just saying that, like, things that would definitely not pass today, there was at least a little more lackadaisical... I agree 100% with what you're ago. saying, because Steve Carell said the same thing. People want to bring back The Office. You can't we make can't, that show. Bring back The Office, yeah, because he, the comedy has changed. Aziz Ansari brings up The Office, too. He's like... Yes. Oh my god, if they redid The Office today, the most of the... Well, what we would find out in the last season is that the film crew was just gathering evidence on Jim's sexual harassment of Pam. Like Yes. And little piece of jailbait doesn't hold up with 2008 when it's a girl clearly under the age of 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. But that might also be what... I mean... It's also not comedy. Yeah, and they, they may have meant it to right. sound creepy and wrong, and like that's the point, but... It's not a line that would pass today by any means. I'd be less offended if you said little bitch or something. Like, just. What if you dropped a little C word? Wow. Um, that's, see, that's not couth, as they say in any. No, you're saying it wrong. Couth? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot oh, a letter. Oh, boys. Wow. Can't wait to see you all next Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> nice. Except we won't. No, we won't. Oh. He said, see you all. Yeah, I know. I switched up a little bit. <laughs> good, good. We were, we, were, we were on a tight road. <laughs> That's yeah, what saved us right it there. It is 2019. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't afford to have these racy lines in this podcast. I missed another one for what you've been watching also. We'll talk after the show, though. Good. I didn't like it. Oh, no. I wanted to. I really wanted to. I did. All right, what do we have? We should probably do favorite, least favorite, because... Uh, it's yeah, up there, it's, and no one expects this episode to be long. Alright, least favorite I said is when you've been gym jumping in the mirrors. I saw I was, if I was hanging by a thread at that point, I was totally out after. Favorite scene, it's tough. Um, it's really tough. Uh, uh, um, These are sequels thinking noises. I don't know, man. It's, it's really tough to come up with one. I know what... I, your favorite scene was probably Wayne Knight Town when we get the Berettas down. Probably, because it's quoted that like five times. Yes, since I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. So by default, because it has stuck with me for so long, Wayne Knight, Micro, get the Berettas. It's like Devon, get the tables. <gasps> Devon! Only Devon was at the con we went to, not Bob Ray. Right. Get the tables! If it didn't cost 70 bucks, we probably could have asked that question. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It costs seventy bucks to ask him a question. 
to approach them, you definitely have to pay some fee. We could have maybe yelled the question and gotten a... I had a really awkward... A glance. ...stare with uh, Jimmy Hart. Really? Jimmy Hart standing there in his suit doing his Jimmy Hart thing, and I just stopped and looked at him. Oh, it's Jimmy Hart. And he looked at me, and I wasn't going to enter the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept moving just gave on. him a head nod yep. and walked away. Fair enough. Fair enough. I locked eyes with Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Like How many people can say time. that? A lot. Yeah. Lots. lots and lots. Uh, so, did you do both, favorite and Yes. Alright, so, favorite for me, um, while I, the Verna scene is probably one of the better ones in the movie, for the sake of being different, uh, I will say that the first time that the FBI officer guy goes down to the basement and learns about all that they have on the Punisher. And just that 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 little exchange where he says, Oh, which boxes? Which boxes? And he's like, oh. all of them. Like, it was just so, like, off the cuff and, like, not... Like, I, that was a rare moment of good acting in this. Least favorite for me. It's a plethora to pick from. I'm going chandelier spinning, baby. Fuck that scene. Yeah, it doesn't Fuck that. And that's how this movie fucking started. It told you exactly what you were in for. It really did. And you didn't listen. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't listen. We, well, we have to. If we're obligated by law to watch this before we show up here. Yeah. It's true. It's in the contract. I tried to weasel my way out of it. <laughs> I mean, you, you delayed the inevitable. I flat out asked, do I have to continue watching this? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Both said yes. Well, I mean, the, we did Spider-Man before it. Right. That's what I mean by But I had an ulterior motive. <laughs> yes. You thought I was just going to forget about this magnificent piece of art I saw. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Joe? You, you, you did yours? both, right? I did. Uh, favorite? I gotta, go, I gotta go. Punisher holding the doll after the shotgun blast. I rewound multiple times, still laughing. <laughs> I just love the idea of watching Joe watch this with the remote in his hand, just pausing and rewinding to watch his favorite. I can imagine the look on his face. Because the first too. time I was like, is that, is he holding a doll? I gotta go back. <laughs> oh my god, he is holding a doll. I gotta go back. <laughs> and then my least favorite is, uh, the doorstep scene is really awkward, but I think my least favorite scene is right in the beginning when he's in the car and he resets his nose with a pencil. Oh yeah, that was Ooh, weird. I was yeah. like, "What is? Wouldn't you have like caused more damage than that helped with the? I don't know. I don't know why that the pencil was needed. That was weird. It was really weird and kind of gross. And it didn't even like overdo like the weird whistle noise that it should have made. Yeah, it didn't Bob Kelso it. Yeah, like if they had Bob Kelso it <laughs> exactly. If they had Bob Kelso it, I would have felt like better about. It. I was like, he doesn't need to do that this second. Uh, it doesn't seem to be impeding his breathing at all. I love references. Good reference, honestly. It's the best I had. I'm going to assume we're done talking about... Yes, we are. Let's stone this bitch. Unfortunately. We have arrived at the part of the show where we... Are you watching the scene right now? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. (laughs) We've arrived at the point of the show where we give the movie a score of Infinity Stones that we feel it deserves from 1 to 6. If you give it 6 stones, you can give it an Infinity Gauntlet, which I'm sure is going to happen tonight. Just kidding. If you think that, you haven't been listening. Let's find out our scores for Punisher Warzone, starting with Mr. Sequel. One stone. 
That sounds about right. I gave the other Punisher two stones. I liked it more than this one. One stone. Twice as much. Twice as much, <laughs> apparently. That's not really to scale. It's just, it's not to scale. Um, yeah, I mean, since Joe, since you liked it so much for reasons, I'm going to give it another shot. However, this movie's definitely not for me. That's fair. I think, yeah, you can skip. Alright, this isn't the right scene. I googled Punisher Warzone dolls and he started shooting the dolls. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Forgot about that scene. You didn't bring that one up. Forgot no. about that one entirely, if I'm being honest yep. with you. Pause before you get there, because if you start laughing, it's going to ruin yeah. um, the rest of the episode. <laughs> one stone seems appropriate for the film we watched this week. <laughs> it's cute that you called it a film. It, it is. It is. Corey, what's your score? One stone. All right, no a zero. singular stone. It's lucky I'm even giving it that. I did not have fun watching this. I'm going to go back and try to watch it through the scope of comedy and see if I enjoy it more, but right now... It seems impossible for you to like it less. It, it, yeah, I'd say so. One stone, Joe. What All right, you? Corey. I want to hear it. Well, for me... Can't wait to get mad. If you've been listening, I'm sure you understood that I love my time watching this movie. It is a horrendously bad movie. But Lexi Alexander was all in. She pulled out all the stops. This is the movie she wanted to make. She thought it was going to be great. It wasn't. I respect the artistic angle. It made me laugh a bunch. It's got so many ridiculous scenes in it. I can't not give it two stones. All right. It's one more than I... One less than I thought. I guess I'm not giving it three. That's ridiculous. I found it. Good, good. It's a... Yeah, it's like a mannequin or ventral yeah. stomach or something. It's incredible. <laughs> All right, I'll come over and watch We're going to watch second. this in a second. It's Once we end the episode. Hold so on. stiff. Yeah. <laughs> and those are our scores for Punisher Warzone. If you have seen the cinematic Marvel that is Punisher Warzone. That's true. Pun intended. Yeah. Marvel. It's very true. I'm not lying. You can tell us about it via all our social media. The first way is email zthpodcast at gmail.com boom you can yell at Joe on Twitter at zthpodcast bring it if you are carrying a doll on your back for reasons I don't know what reasons that might be take a picture of yourself doing so and send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast I've got nothing witty we're on Facebook <laughs> www.facebook.com slash zthpodcast or search for us in Facebook Zero's Talking Heroes Zeros and heroes end in E-S. Using that same method, if you want to find us on iTunes or a podcast app, give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. Thank you in advance for that. Reviews are optional. We'll be read on an episode of the show. And tell people about it. Also subscribe so they just show up on Monday morning and you have them for your commute. Let us be your friends on that lonely, sad drive. Thanks for tuning in to this episode Next time, we're going to be doing an episode we may or may not have previously recorded, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We did. Ooh. We definitely did. And we have references to it in that episode and probably Blade 2. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like us. Until next time, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Someone's favorite movie became Punisher Warzone. It's not mine. God, no. There's a hardcore Punisher fan out there that thinks this is the best Punisher movie, so... You're probably right. I mean, none of them have been good yet, so... I guess... I'm not saying they're wrong. (laughs) Take care, everyone. (laughs)
ですけど、ありがとうございます。